What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Milwaukee Sports Performance Podcast, where we talk about all things related to athletic performance, rehabilitation, and wellness. My name is Michael Falk, and I will be hosting today's episode. And I'm joined today by Brian Stoudy, a personal trainer and co-owner of F45 Brookfield and Delafield. This is going to be a great podcast for our fitness athletes, as Brian and I have a deep conversation surrounding some of the things going on in the fitness world right now, common fitness goals for clients, as well as stumbling blocks that might prevent them from reaching those goals. Additionally, we talk about the role of fitness training in adolescents and kids and why it is so important to get habits formed early. So this is a great episode. I think you will learn a lot um, going through it and diving deep into some of the things related to general fitness and well-being. Welcome to another episode of the Milwaukee Sports Performance Podcast. My name is Michael Falk, and I am joined today by Brian Stoudy, one of the co-owners and trainers at F45 in Delafield and Brookfield. So, Brian, welcome. Uh, thanks for taking the time to come on today. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, I always like to start just with a little bit of background about yourself, and I think it's kind of interesting to learn how people got to where they are now. So, how'd you get into just the fitness industry in general, and then ultimately get involved with F45? Uh, well, it started out, um, I think it all started when I was younger, playing sports, uh, kind of the typical when people get into the fitness industry, they, they have some sort of background in athletics or act, being active. Um, so played sports all the way through my youth into high school. And then um, after after high school, uh, it took a few years of not doing anything. Um, you know, kind of, you know, that freshman 15 and <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. Uh, but uh, it changed my lifestyle. I wasn't as active. I didn't eat healthy, um, put on a lot of weight, um, didn't feel well. I think uh, that was the first time, even though I was at a young age, I, I really noticed like, holy cow, I, I, when you don't do anything or you don't eat well, you don't feel good. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it kind of changed the way the person I was of uh, being an outgoing person to be like more, I don't feel like doing anything, Yeah. Uh, you know, hanging out with people and things like that. So after a couple of years of that, um, decided to just kind of turn around, get back into working out. Um, started feeling good, uh, wanted to be around people, you know, hanging out with people, doing more things, adventuring a little bit more um, in different ways besides just sports. Um, and then uh, I was going to school um, for elementary education, wanted to be a coach, yeah. um, always uh, always kind of wanted to be involved in sports in one way or another, and I felt like that was a good way to do it. And, uh, you know, I kind of lost my passion a little bit for schooling and everything, um, which sometimes that happens with people. Um, but uh, one of my good friends actually said, hey, you love working out. You want to be a coach. Why don't you try being a personal trainer? You know, go go to school for that. Find out more about it and everything. And um, so, yeah, kind of started with that. Um, started talking to some of the personal trainers at the club I was working at. Um talk to the managers, talk to the owner, and just try to find out how to get into the industry to see if that's something I wanted to do. Um, and then it kind of it kind of snowballed from there. Um, change, change what I did in school. Um, when I was in school, I, I took a class where we went to all these different health clubs, and I was able to, um, to kind of do like a, it was not quite an internship. It was more of like a 
you're there for four hours a week type thing. Yeah. Um, and you had to, you had to pick one of these to do that for a couple months span. And after the first couple times in there, there um, actually they hired me on to be a personal trainer, which was <laughs> which was awesome because I found out it's not so much about what you know, but how you how you interact with people and how you work with people and your attitude and things like that. So. Yeah, so I kind of I've been a personal trainer for over 20 years. And always loved it. Um, started becoming more into the management on a, a bigger a bigger health club. Uh, big health club, we had about 10,000 members. Uh, it, was, uh, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed managing personal trainers and other team members. Um, I enjoyed still being a personal trainer, too, on a limited basis. Um, but... Uh, yeah, at one point I started thinking about like how it's, exercise isn't fun for everybody. Um, actually, exercise is fun, not fun for most people. Yes. Um, there's a small percentage that actually like exercising, especially in the health club or gym environment. So I tried to figure out like what can I do to kind of re-spark my love for fitness and helping people and um, the the owner of that health club. Um, him and I have talks, uh, would have talks all the time. And we, I don't know, one day I just said, Hey, let's do something fun. Let's do something that's going to impact, uh, like people on a, a better scale, a greater scale. Like as in, Hey, it's great that people come in and work out, but what if we can take them from like, you know, what, where I was when I was in that phase of not working out, not feeling well to, Oh my goodness! I feel great. I want to be around people. I enjoy working out. Uh, things like that. So, we kind of that's that's where I transitioned from the health club. Him and I became partners of um, in getting uh, F forty five going um, in Wisconsin. We we're the first F forty five in uh, Brookfield, um, and then. A couple of years later, then we opened up Delafield, um, which was great because I live right down the road. Um, I know a lot of people in the community, and it's something that I always wanted to be help people in the community. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of how I started the journey and to where yeah. all of a sudden now doing the F45, which I, I am so pleased and love doing. Yeah. I think that's a great story. I mean, it's kind of similar to how my... Um, I hear a lot of things that are similar in my story. It's like I started just wanting to help people. And then as we started getting busier, I couldn't help everyone by myself. So we've expanded our team. And yeah, same thing. We started closer to downtown. That was just where we could find space. And we live out, out here and, um, in Lake Country. And so it's like we always wanted to do something out here and, and um, kind of be able to do that. I think the aspect about the your own personal story is really interesting, too, because it's one of the things that I see a lot of people are like, what? too tired to work out. I don't have the energy. I'm like, do you realize that if you could just do this consistently, like, yeah. you wouldn't have to rely on the three, four or five cups of coffee. Uh, my staff would be laughing at me if I, they heard me say that, but, uh, yeah. you know, you, you can get more active, feel better, have more energy to do the things that you want to do. It's like, it's like this self-fulfilling cycle in one way or the other. They're like you get active and you start feeling better and better and then you get more active or, you get inactive, you get used to sitting on the couch, you have lower energy, so that you do even less activity and you got to break those in one way or the other. Right. And I think, I think a lot of people just, I think there's a lot of people that just don't understand how bad they feel until they start feeling good. 
And they're like, wow, I feel so much better. You know, just energy level, like you were saying, or, you know, being able to move without pain. Yes. Um, it, it, it's amazing. So, yeah. Well, if uh, people aren't familiar with F45, um, I know there's more and more popping up, but it's, it's a, I mean, relatively recent in the U.S. in the last 10, 5, 10 years? Yeah, yeah uh, 2017, I, th- I think, is when... Actually, 2017, 18 is when it started moving into the U.S. It's, yeah. uh, it's an Australian-based company. Um, they're saturated over there. They're, like, on every other block. <laughs> it's, um, I have some friends that live in Australia, and they say F45 is everywhere, and it's yeah. a thing to do. So That's great. So what what is... Like, what is F45? What's it kind of about? So F45, um, F is for functional. So uh, it's functional workouts. Um, functional meaning that we, we do things that are going to help you, I guess, get stronger or be in better shape for everyday activities, or uh, you can take it to different levels. I mean, you can move better. You can, you know, do, do activities of daily living better. Or if you enjoy playing basketball or golf or, or you know, skiing and things like that, it's going to help you with that as well. Um, it, it burns a lot of calories, you know, so it's you're using a lot of muscle groups at one time. So you're burning a lot of calories, but you're also using a lot of muscle groups at one time to help you in in ways that you're, you're less likely to get injured outside of working out. Um, I think you see it more and more now where people just get injured more. Yeah. Right? And it's because they typically live a sedentary lifestyle and things like that. So movement's one of the best things. So F is for functional, 45 is for 45 minute workouts. So basically what it is, is it's, uh, there's, there's strength days, there's cardio days, there's a mix of the two. Um, you, you go in 45 minutes, it's very efficient. It's fun. Um, it's team training. So with team training, um, it's a group, group fitness, but personal trainers lead the workouts. Um, they're there to obviously help you with your form, technique, cueing you, but also motivation and keeping it fun. Yeah. So no, that's great. Um, I mean, I think the workouts I've done a couple of them as a, somebody that's busy, like owning a business, having a child that I have to get different places, Mm -hmm. just being able to commit to something that's 45 minutes is, is nice. And they like run on time. The community's great. Usually the music's going and it's, uh, um, but I, I enjoyed that aspect, especially just being able to budget time. Like I'm not going to have to go to the gym for an hour and a half, an hour and 15 minutes. Like I know I'm going to be in and out and can be at this next meeting or wherever I need to be at this time, which is really for my lifestyle, the, um, like something that's really important. So, yeah, I feel, I feel most people are in that situation, you know, either, they, they have a, a career where it's very demanding, where they have a lot of hours and a lot of stress and things like that, or they have children, young children, or even even older older adults that have, um, you know, they they want to just get in and get a great workout and have the rest of their day. Yes. So. Yeah, no, exactly. So you kind of mentioned the idea of team training. Um, from your perspective, I think you kind of hit on it on why you went from the big health club towards F45 was like some of that fun atmosphere and just being able to impact more people. Like what is it about the, the community and the team training aspect that you think is so beneficial for clients as they get involved in it? Well, I, I think number one is it's when you walk in the door, anytime you walk into something different, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be a little intimidating. Um, so 
uh, when you walk in, most people are smiling and, you know, they're, they like being there. Um, when they first started, they probably didn't like being there, you know, because it, it, starting something new is always a little bit harder. But um, having people that understand, like, you're you're working out, and when you first start, you start you start slow, you start light. You got to build a foundation and, and work your way up. But then you start realizing that, hey, I just did a workout with somebody next to me that's in that's been here for six months or a year that they're in pretty good shape and I can, I can do it too, you know? So the team part of that, um, I think it, it motivates people to want to do more. So like if you and I were working out together and if you're, you, you're going, our workouts are timed. Um, so there's a timer on the TVs and basically you have to, you work during that time frame, and sometimes, you know, you stop early. Sometimes you go all the way to the end, but if you're working out and you, don't put those weights down or you don't stop that cardio move until until the buzzer goes off. Well, I don't feel like I want to either. So it encourages people to kind of keep working. Um, but then also the team part of it is like when you're when you're kind of going through the struggle with someone and, and you know, you're working and you get through it, there's something about it that it just like, hey, we did this together. It kind of creates a little bond with yeah. you. So it, it motivates you to want to keep doing it and come back and get that feeling again. Yeah. I think there's, a, I don't know, from your perspective as well, but just talking to um, Sydney, one of our staff members that um, trains with you guys, you know, she, it's like, she's always like, yeah, there's the same people in each class. Like you sort of start to get into the rhythm of like people that you're there and you almost have that. If it's just you by yourself coming into a gym that has 10,000 members, let's be honest, no one notices if you don't come for your workout on Wednesday. Right. But when you're, I, like, from my perspective, and just talking to um, Sydney a bit too, it's like you sort of have the accountability to like the people that you regularly train with. That yeah. hey, somebody's gonna know. <laughs> I like signed up for this class. I'm supposed to be there. I don't come. Yeah. Like Brian's gonna know that I skip my workout, and that helps you actually show up on the days that you're like, just want to hit the snooze button and yeah. sleep one more time. Yeah, and that's and that's totally true. And so that's a great thing about F forty five too. It's it's group, they're group workouts, but that in like that team setting and everything. But also it's like personal training too. You know, where not only do you get the cueing and the te- technique down and things like that from the personal trainers, but also that accountability factor where you know, yeah, if you, if you don't show up, we're gonna give you a call. We're gonna, <laughs> and then when you come back in, it's kind of fun because. The other members will be like, hey, I was wondering where you were. Yeah. You know, yeah. kind of, nice yeah. fresh legs today. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's great. Okay, let's move away from just F45 specifically because you do have you know 20 plus years of experience just in the fitness industry. Um, typically, when we see clients that are kind of what we call fitness athletes, they just like to work out or train or, or be fit and active for life, but aren't necessarily always training for a sport. Um, commonly, they're their reasoning is losing weight or gaining muscle or yeah, increasing the energy level, etc. Um, people that are successful, I'd be curious, what are traits or habits or things that the people that accomplish their fitness goals do a lot that helps them actually get to the, that end goal, the outcome that they're um, looking for? I think uh, number one is probably consistency. Um, consistency over time will get you results. Um, so people that come in and just 
really try to make it a point like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going I'm to schedule my times that I'm coming in, whether it's three days a week or it's five days a week. Um, but and they, they really have that, that plan of booking themselves in for the workouts and sticking to it. And if they fall off a little bit, that's where we're there to help them get back on track. Um, so consistency is probably number one, um, because once you start getting consistent, it starts forming that habit. You start feeling better. And then it's just like anything. When you're doing something and you enjoy it, it, it you want to do more of it, right? You start seeing progress and you want more of it. So I think that's probably the number one thing is just start it, walking through the door, first of all. That's the toughest part, yeah. right? But once you're in that door, then trying to stay consistent. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, I think you hit on something that's really important that we talk about is it's like, okay, I can write the best home program workout for your injury it could be amazing but if you don't actually do it then Mm -hmm. it's just exercise on a piece of paper you know and so it's we work really hard at getting clients to commit to what will you actually do like if it's 15 minutes three Mm -hmm. times a week cool we'll give you the best program we can for 15 minutes three times a week could you make more progress if you're willing to commit to Mm -hmm. 30 minutes like yeah probably but if if that's what you'll do, and that's where we start. And then it's interesting how, well, okay, I could do a little bit more. I, mean, I did that for two weeks. I, I feel like I want this, and we can build up slowly. And um, I, I don't know if you see it too, but sometimes people just want to come sprinting out of the gates, and yeah. they attack the first workout like with max intensity, yeah. and they're sore. They cancel their next two, and now they don't do it. It's like, no, the kind of what you said, the key thing is just to show up and like build that habit. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why when somebody comes in um, to F45 and they, whether they haven't done anything for a while, because we get people that have not been in, have not exercised in two years, five years, 10 years ever, you know, that type of thing. If they're those type of people, we super slow, super light. Let's get through the workout, you know, because that's, that's a win right there. Let's get through the workout we know you're probably going to be sore regardless. So why why not minimize that soreness so that we can get into that consistency and you want to come back? Yes. You, know, you know how it is. No one likes like when you sit down for an hour and you get up and you can't walk. That's, <laughs> that's not a good feeling. I don't want it. I don't want you to have that, you know. So, But, um, yeah, just kind of building that consistency. And even people that have been working out, we tell them, hey, when you come in, first start out a little lighter, a little slower. You know, as you go, if you're feeling it, we're not going to slow you down, but we do try to purposely slow people down a little bit in their first couple times just to, hey, let's get through the workout. Hey, if you're not that sore and you wanted to be, okay, we'll push a little bit harder next time. You know? yeah. No, that's great. Um, what are some common other reasons that, obviously, we, we've hit on consistency a lot, but other reasons that you see people drop out of their workout plans or kind of fall off, don't reach those goals? Uh, maybe the some of the things that prevent them from being consistent that you commonly see. Uh, life happens. Um, you know it. I know it. I have I have kids too, and uh, life gets busy. Work gets busy. Um, we we tend to throw out a lot of excuses. Um, mm-hmm. Put it off. You know, I do a lot of that with my home projects. <laughs> you know, put it yeah. off. Um, no, but but once you do, once you get back into it, you feel start feeling better. But um, it's it's one of those things where. You almost got to make it part of your lifestyle, you know, as in, hey, this is what I do. It's part of my life. It's part of my routine. Um, it, 
but I, I understand that it's valid. Things come up. Um, but it was kind of funny. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, one of our members actually said, because he, he was talking about like consistency and like making excuses, work, travel, this and that. And he goes, you know what, though? One of my friends told me, he said, it, it, losers make excuses. Winners make adjustments. And <laughs> it's something that I just can't get out of my head. You know, I'm like, he's totally right. You know, yeah. you just got to make adjustments. So, hey, you know what? My my kid has a game tonight and then I got my daughter's got dance the next day and this and that and I'm too tired. Well, you got to fit in your day when you can and plan it out just like you plan out your kids stuff, just like you plan out your work things. So. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, just with myself, if it's not on my my training is not on my calendar, there's a zero percent chance that it gets done because right. it'll always be. Uh, like I don't know if you ever feel this but there's like the crisis of the urgent that takes the space of like what's important if you don't plan for the important thing and um, yeah I agree like energy level goes down and my concentration goes down and I don't get as much work done but if I can prioritize the important thing getting in some type of fitness activity almost daily I feel way better I get much more work done but if it doesn't, if it's not on my calendar, yeah. it will, that empty space that was supposed to be my workout, I will put something else there, yeah. even though I know it's important. Yeah, and that's it, a lot of our members. We we have a lot of conversations um, at F forty five with members and staff and things like that. And the, I think I think the common theme is that people are more productive. They feel better. They're a better person when they when they work out. You know when they. They just feel good. And this this comes from like our adults like that are parents um, to people that, you know, just have that busy career, um, whatever it may be, um, even our kids. So like our Prodigy program that we just started up recently, our kids, the kids feel better. They're better mood. I have a son that's in this, this program, too, and he he's nicer to his sister. He's nicer to us <laughs> when, when he's working out and active because he feels better about himself. Yeah. So it just improves, I think, kindness in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, that's perfect. We had a, it kind of reminds me of this, I had an interview with a sports scientist in Minneapolis, and he does a lot of ACL rehab, and he's like, I don't remember how we got on this topic, but it's essentially like this, like basically like strengthen people's quads after their ACL rehab, and then because of that, then they don't get knee arthritis, and because they don't get knee arthritis, then they're able to move more, so they don't get obese, then they don't get heart disease, and they don't get diabetes. So I'm really saving the world. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's so funny as it as it uh, goes out there. But I think that's perfect. I was going to ask you. I know you've just started this Prodigy program. Um, what is uh, what's kind of what does that Prodigy program look like, and what are your goals for that going forward? Okay, so F45 Prodigy is basically a program for. Um, Adolescents, um, 11 to 17 year olds. Uh, some of the 16 and 17 year olds will go will go into our adult programming at times if they're you know if they if they're mature enough both mentally and socially and also with um, like their exercise and everything too. Uh, but 11 to 17 year olds is a prodigy program. Uh, it's it's geared towards adolescents a little bit more. Um, so the F45 programming for adults it's the same program but there might be a couple exercises that are a little bit different so um the the main goal for f45 prodigy is to help kids 
feel better, just like the adults, right? I mean, feel better, build confidence, help them with self-esteem. Um, the program's really good for athletes if kids play sports, um, but but it's it's better for kids that don't, you know. So if you have a if if a, you have a kid or a kid in your circle that is, um, you know, plays video games a lot or is not active. Um, it's great because they start feeling better. They get more energy. They do better in school. They they're social. Uh, they're they're more sociable. That aspect of their life changes, uh, and also it builds habits for their adult life. Right. So if you if you're around that stuff or you're participating in things like that, you're likely to carry it on throughout your life. Um, and yeah, there might be breaks in there and this and that, but you'll tend to revert back to that. But uh, that's that's probably the number one thing is it, it just to help kids be more active, feel better about themselves with that self esteem and confidence. And yeah, I think that's great. I mean, we just as a society need to get kids moving more. I mean, they don't. It's different. They don't have gym class as long. They don't have recess and just time to go play. Like a lot of kids are just in structured. They go from school to piano lessons to you know dance class to baseball practice and all these structured things and they're all great activities but there's not always a lot of time for kids to go move through full ranges of motion or have to learn how to control their body in some of these unfamiliar movements and environments like yeah they might be able to throw a baseball but they can't just do a skipping activity or just some of these basic kind of gross motor skills that kids used to get because it was just like here's a ball on a swing set and go go play, go yeah. play and have fun that just there's less and less of that that goes on now mm-hmm. i agree yeah and this it, it, it's amazing how they really enjoy it too you know they they they, they get off uh, like they get off to that start like the adult where they're nervous when they first come in and then all of a sudden the you know the grin the smile like i can do this you know so it, it's fun that's great um, we like to try to tackle some myths on this podcast. That was really one of the reasons that my wife and I started this um, several years ago. Is just an opportunity to share information. Um, something that drives us crazy when we hear it, and I'm sure it would drive you crazy as well um, a little bit. But strength training or working out or these types of things is dangerous for kids. Is kind of a uh, it's been around for a while. I know. How I answer that question, I would be curious. I'm sure you're having these conversations a lot with parents right now as you're getting this going. How do you kind of handle explaining to the parents like why exercise, this training is not only safe but important for these kids? I think number one, um, activity and exercise is great for kids. Um, it, I, I feel like especially when they are supervised, it's it, – they they need to learn the movement the right way. There's a there's a lot of kids that don't aren't supervised, and then they go into like a weight room, whether it's like a high school weight room or you know their parents have equipment downstairs, that type of thing, and they they don't do it properly, which it, 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 they're at risk for injury, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with working out for kids, it's it's one of those things where I mean, I think. Well, like you said before, we used to play on swing sets. We used to do jungle gyms and do all that active stuff. We don't do it anymore. So doing functional training 
at a younger age is is almost necessary. Uh, with with it, it's just we got to build a foundation, got to build a base. So one of uh, one of my favorite things about F forty five Prodigy is that uh, we, we get a man doing things the right way. You know, uh, yeah, a kid shouldn't put on. A, you know, 135 pounds on a bench press and start, start with that. No, no, let's, let's get pushups down. Right. Uh, you know, even there's so many different exercises that kids should be doing that is considered strength training or, um, agility training, things like that. But yeah, I mean, we have, we have some 11 year olds, even I have a 10 year old daughter that, you know, we dabble a little bit because it is good to learn it the right way. And they're, you know, the, their body control gets better. And then all of a sudden, when they get to be like 14, 15, 16, 17, they got that foundation. They got that base where, yeah, they can they can put on some muscle and start feeling better and with their sport, or, you know? I mean, they, yeah. they're just going to be better at yeah, it. Yeah, they know how to control their body. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm always, always shocked, or not shocked, but I was bringing it back to them like, okay, well, does your kid go? jump off the stairs ever or you know yeah he's playing organized team soccer or doing these other things and like there's probably way more force going through his joints and body by when he jumps off the you know top of the slide on the gym or jumps off the swing set yeah. like they're not fragile it's not like they're gonna right you know they're, they're pretty resilient they're built low to the ground they, they can take a hit a little bit um, yeah. and everything that we do in a controlled setting that's supervised that's safe it's way less stress on their body than some of the things that they're getting on a day day in and day out basis. Um, in addition to the good habits, but stronger bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just there's nothing but positive things that come out of a, a well-structured and organized program. Right. I agree. So um, I'd be curious from your perspective, just kind of your history in the uh, fitness industry and now owning or being part owner of a fitness business. What do you see just kind of globally as some challenges or opportunities, if you will, in the fitness and wellness space right now, kind of looking around the area? Well, challenges, um, I think <laughs> it's kind of a, the world changed a little bit in the last couple of years, right? Yeah. Um, so there are, there are people that have chosen other activities to do besides coming to F45 or another health club or this or that. Um, I, I think getting people to understand that um, being around people is a good thing, you know? So it, it's the challenge of getting people back to doing something with people. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think another thing too, as an, a business owner, there's a, there are a lot of different um, facilities and options for people, you know? So it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, we want to be successful. We want to have a place for people to work out and, uh, you know, change their life and everything. Uh, but it, but it's a little bit more challenge because there are more options. But ultimately, it comes down to people getting results and feeling good. So we have come people that come in to F45 a lot, try us out. They love it, but maybe it's not the best fit for them. Great. That's okay. That's okay. As long as you do something, you know, do something, better yourself, get get better. But I think those are probably some of the, you know, yeah, some of the struggles, the challenges as being a business owner at least. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely see that. Uh, but I think your your perspective on it's perfect. It's like we have an obesity epidemic in the country, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, there's lots of options, 
but there's probably just in our little Wisconsin area, there's probably five, six million people that aren't regularly doing some type of fitness right now that, I mean, we could never handle, I'm sure you guys can never handle even a fraction of the total number of people. And so it's just, it's just finding ways for all of us to get the message out. I mean, um, just with all the COVID stuff, you know, it's just so interesting. Yeah, you can look at a bunch of different things, but one of the big predictors of being illness was like, how physically active were you? How were you obese? Right. And, you know, just being healthier is going to make your body more resilient to so many other things. And, and it's just such an important message that we just have to find ways to get people comfortable getting involved in whatever they're going to do back to that consistency thing. Like, Hey, if you're a power walker, great. Like, but just do that. If you're a, yeah. uh, a good fit for this, do this, but just get active, get up, get moving. Yeah. And it, 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 it was kind of funny, like looking back at that, how many people that did at 45 or, you know, whatever they did consistently, just weren't sick. They yeah. they did they felt good, you know. And it's getting people to buy into that. You know, the more we the more we keep uh, get more and more people, hopefully they'll understand. So. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, last quick one. I always like to whenever I have somebody that's kind of in the business world or in this industry. On we have a lot of high school kids that listen to the podcast. Many of them, they're training or with us, they're rehabbing, mm-hmm. um, and they kind of get the bug. They get interested in. Hey, I think I want to be a strength coach or be a personal trainer, be a physical therapist, whatever. From your perspective, do you have advice for a high school kid that thinks they might want to pursue a career in a fitness related field on things that they should do or look for going forward? Yeah, I think uh, try different, uh, try a lot of different things. Um, try, you know, working out at different places, um, try group training. Um, I was never a big fan of it. Like when I was just a personal trainer and now I do it and I love it, you know? So you got to find out what, what you like, what you might not like. Um, another thing is, uh, talk to people, talk to, talk to members that work out wherever you're working out, talk to, uh, see what they like, what they don't like, you know, and talk to personal training clients, talk to group, fitness uh, participants, uh, what they like, what they don't like. Um, talk to personal trainers. I think that is probably one of the most important things about how they got into it. Uh, every personal trainer loves to tell their story about how they got into it. Um, same thing I'm sure with physical therapists, right? Yeah. There, there's always a story behind it. But find out like what path they went. And, and then uh, even talking to managers, owners of different places, if there's an opportunity to do some sort of shadowing, um, observing, to, to learn how how the whole process works, but also learn how physical therapists or personal trainers communicate with their their people, their their patients, clients, things like that, because that's probably the most important thing is how you communicate with people. Because if if you can effectively communicate with people and you're likable and listen. They're they're more they they're gonna like you. They're yeah. gonna want to come back. So I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons that you can learn. Yeah, I, I think there's so much good stuff in that. And people always ask me when we're trying to hire, what do I look for? I'm like, I can teach you how to be a good physical therapist. I can't. It's much harder to teach people skills. Yes. So um, for me, our staff was a personal trainer and a strength coach. Sydney was a group fitness instructor. They were used to, you know, interacting with people and and had this level of skill set that 
yeah, I can continue to teach you how to do an exercise better, mm-hmm. whatever. But if you just don't have interpersonal skills, that's, that's tough. Mm-hmm. So, well, great. This was awesome. So, um, last thing, if someone's interested in learning more about F45, whether it's for adults or the Prodigy program, um, what's the process for them to get started? And is there somewhere online that they can learn more? Yeah, um, so probably our website would be one of the best options to just kind of get a visual and see what we have to offer. Um, the F45 uh, Delafield um, website, otherwise uh, F45 Prodigy Delafield. Um, you can always call or text us too. When we get into a conversation, it's easier to answer your questions um, and get you started, get you in that first time to walk through the door. And then uh, number is on the website, it's 262-888-7068. Um, we have people that come uh, that are interested, but maybe a little bit fearful and uh, or intimidated, where sometimes we'll set up a time for them to come in and just see what it's all about, show, show you how the workout works, how the process goes when you first walk in that door. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. We'll get those websites um, and the number included in the show notes so that uh, when people um, scroll down, if they're listening, they can just click on those links and and go there. Really appreciate the time today. Enjoyed the uh, conversation. We'll look forward to doing it again sometime soon. All right. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks to everyone for listening. We'll see you guys on the next episode.